Well, this James Wellwood operation just keeps doing it. We talked about Sabina. She's a really promising filly. She won a feature recently. And again, at the big Caracas Day on the weekend at Ellerslie, they do it with this filly. Sharp, 300 metres to go. Pendragon from Ethereal Star. Four lengths away now. The closers, Orchestral, starting to warm up. Glamour Tycoon, and in behind them then is Tokyo Tycoon. It's Pendragon kicking again. Orchestral's looming large for J-Mac. Orchestral went to the lead, shut the gate. J-Max back in town. Orchestral has bolted in. Second she did bolt in, and there's some good fillies there. Of course, Molly Blue and so on left in her wake. Uh, by Savabeel, expensive yearling, 625,000. Book one, lot 635. And Robert Wellwood, the co trainer of Orchestral, is joining us. Good morning, Robert. Yeah, morning, Steve. Um, wouldn't mind keep playing that every time I hear it. It uh, <laughs> was down the spine, it was a pretty special day. So, uh, yeah. Gee, that, that was an arrogant performance. One thing I do notice with uh, Robert, uh, and if it's, I don't know if it's a habit, she doesn't seem to be the best out of the gates. Often she's just a bit sluggish away. Yeah, look, I think probably a lot of it is she's still sort of learning learning a trade really a little bit. Um, she was better, um, you know, Saturday, and, and James was able to help with the two or three strides. Um, but, look, we didn't want to sort of push her out of a comfort zone. She is a filly. We're going to, you know, we're trying to get go, to go further in the, in the near future. So, um you know, we, we sort of, um, you know, weren't going to undo that for um, for one race. So, uh, yeah, look, James did a superb job of, of sort of finding that happy median of, of getting her to take a posse um, midfield, but but still riding her in the comfort zone. Yeah, she's only had six starts now for three wins and, and two placings. Was that her second go at a mile on the weekend? Yes, exactly. Um, she won a, a mile um, just prior to that uh, on New Year's Day and um, that was the second mile, and, and uh, we'll probably see it go 2,000 there next start. We just spoke to Steve Marsh. Of course, James rode Velocious as well, and he's a pretty hard marker because he rides good horses week in, week out. I mean, what was his, his comment to you? Did he say, take it to Sydney, Orchestral? Look, he was he was very positive. Um, obviously, he rode a, a Derby winner, um, a, a filly at the, uh, in the Derby for Roger and Son and Achiever, and she went on to do great things in Australia, and... Um, basically said that this filly uh, probably uh, you know, was in a different class to her so that was a big call and um, the other thing he said, he, he said she, she let down and sprinted like a like an open class sprinter in Sydney so um, to do that after a mile at only a six start when she's still learning um, you know, sort of gives us a good amount of confidence, James isn't someone that sort of um, uh, gets too carried away so um, uh, yeah, he was very positive about her but look, she's still got to do it on the track what would you, how would you compare her with Prowess, for example, that won the Vinery with a leg in the air last autumn? Um, look, it's hard to say. Prowess at this stage of her life had, had probably done a little bit more. She'd gone down and um, run in the 2,000 guineas, and we had a really good line on her. Um, uh, you know, Saturday was a, a real uh, learning curve with Orchestral. Um, she's still learning, but the way that she put them away um, probably says that she's right up there with her. But, um, yeah, the next couple of months is really going to say whether she's... Um, uh, whether she's right there, but my gut feeling says she she is. Well, what about Sabina? Where does she sit in the scheme of things? She's got this wonderful record, very similar, seven starts, three wins, and she bolted away at Trentham with a feature last weekend with a great turn of foot or a couple of weeks ago. Where does she sit, Sabina? Yeah, look, she's a, a pretty progressive filly too. Um, she sort of surprised us probably a little bit at Wellington. She's she's continued to sort of get stronger and, and get better racing manners throughout the season. And um, yeah, it was a real coming of age the other day. Um, she we're going to find out a bit about her. We're, 
we'll go 2,000 metres with her probably in, uh, in um, you know, sort of 10 days' time and um, at, at Tarapa on the 10th, and, and we'll learn a bit there. But she's um, she hasn't done a lot wrong as well. Um, probably have to say that orchestra would be, uh, you know, probably rates a bit higher, but, um, uh, look, can't take anything good away from Sabina. And, you know, as we go further, the old men's all seem to, you know, grow a leg. So, uh, no, certainly very exciting for Lisa. And just with orchestra, I mentioned the sale price. She must be a cracking-looking Savabelle, is she? Yeah, she was an absolute star. Um, she does. She is out of a very good family. She's out of an O'Reilly mare, um, which has just been a, a terrific cross. Yeah, it has, hasn't O'Reilly. it? One of our listeners, um, actually a regular listener, sent me a message on Saturday, Jason. He, he said the same thing. He said he just loves backing that that, that cross. Yeah, look, I don't know the exact um, uh, statistics, but I know it's uh, it's incredible. You know, Seven Bill's been in such a great horse, and, and in particular the, you know, the O'Reilly cross. So... Um, yeah, she was a she was an absolute superstar as a yelling, um, had strength and athleticism and um, just had it all. And we're very fortunate she was late in the sale, and we were very fortunate to have an owner that backed us and, and probably went a little bit further than he wanted. But um, most good stories go with paying a little bit more than you want. Yeah, she was late, wasn't she? Six thirty-five. So what day would that have been on? What time? That was on the last day of, of book one. I think she was in the last sort of um, five lots of, of book one. Um, and we had sort of waited off a couple of other fillies in the hope of getting this filly. Um, and the closer we got to the sale, um, we sort of thought, jeepers, we're going to have to be very strong on this filly to secure her. And um, as I say, um, you know, we're very lucky that the owner um, yeah, continued and uh, you know, kept his hand in the air. And um, yeah, he's, uh, he's obviously very happy he did now. What's interesting, the mother of uh, orchestral is Symphonic. Now, she won four races, uh, five placings from 19 starts. She was from the same sale, um, New Zealand Bloodstock. She went for 3.30, but Peter and Dawn Williams trained her, and they won. Uh, they caused the upset with Desert Lightning on the weekend. Yeah, she was she was quite a good mare um, at Barnsworth Farm race with um, Peter Williams. They've been great owners of his, and he's had a lot of success for him, and for them and, and they, they bred um, orchestral themselves. Um, they put on the market. They are a sort of racing and breeding operation. So every now and again, you you, uh, you know they do put horses through the sale, and we were very fortunate. They offered this filly um, for sale, and um, you know from there, I think they've had another Savabeel um, colt that, that went through the sale yesterday. She's got a Savabeel filly on the ground, and I believe she's back in fold to Savabeel, and they've sex tested as a filly. So. They've got a lot to come, and um, I'm sure they'll keep some of those and and, um, uh, and race them with, with Peter and Dawn. And um, there's, uh, you know, it could be uh, uh, you know, a lot to come for this family really in the future with um, you know such a, a strong um, sort of uh, uh, you know lot of holes coming through. All have a bill. Yeah, Robert. So what did the colt go for? I think he made uh, 350 or. Um, yeah, I'm just driving. I don't have my book right with me, but I think he was about 350 or 400. He was a little bit of a different type. He he sort of was a bit more shorter coupled, and um, but but a, a very nice horse. He walked well, uh, but probably a little bit different to her. He might come a bit earlier. Well, our listeners are probably screaming at me saying, "Ask Robert what the orchestral is. Orchestral coming over for the vinery or and the oaks." Yeah, look, look certainly the vinery. We've got we've got a ring around. Um, we'd love to come back and defend our crown there. Um, so uh, there's nothing locked in at the moment. We really need to have a sit down with the owner and discuss options. There's a lot of options for her. Um, but more than likely, she'll follow a similar sort of path to what um, what Prowess did um, last year. 
uh, but probably got a little bit more confidence that this filly might see an, an Oaks trip. Um, whereas obviously we took Prowess straight home after the um, after the binary. So uh, yeah, we've got a lot of options, but certainly that's uh, that's high on the list um, is to get her over there. All right, could she go by the Bone Crusher then? Yeah, perhaps. Look, there'll be she'll either. At this stage, as I say, we, we really do need to sit down. But yep. she'll either head um, Saturday week, um, the 10th. Um, there's either a weight for age 2000 or a Phillies 2000 on the same day. One of those or the Avondale Guineas the week later. Um, and then the option is either the, the Derby or the Bone Crusher, um, which leaves you either four weeks from the Derby to the binary or three weeks from the Bone Crusher to the binary. So, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, as I say, nothing's confirmed yet, but that's sort of the, the, the basic plan, and, and we'll fine-tune that with the owner over the next um, few days and, uh, you know, work out a plan. But, yeah, we'd love to get back there, and, um, you know, I really think that um, she'd, she'd look pretty good at Rosehill. Yeah, well, she's equal favourite at the moment with Tab with Zardozzi to win the Vinery on the 30th of March. Of course, Prowess, yeah, went to Caracaday, won the Phillies Classic at Tarapa, then won the Bone Crusher, beating the older horses at, at Pukekohe, and then the Vinery. So, yeah. So just on Prowess, how's that lemonitis? Roger was saying there's a very, very rough chance she might race again one day. Yeah, look, um, it's been very surprising. It was uh, the, the reports when we first sort of, um, you know, um, noticed it and, and took the x-rays of the feet weren't great um, but uh, she's never really been uncomfortable nor lame um, she's probably only sort of one out of ten lame so um, that's sort of always been a bonus but they were quite worried early on and sort of basically said look we, we, we should be able to keep her get her sound as a mare but you know racing's out of the question um, uh, the lead vet on the case Greg Quinn is a, a very good vet but he's also involved some colleagues from America that are, that are specialists sort of um, feet vets and um, uh, and the more and more they've done with her the more positive they've been um, and they've basically said look if we can get the angles of the pedal bone right and the hoof capsule back growing out well there would be no reason that you wouldn't be able to race her um, and uh, at this stage it's looking that way we probably won't know a sort of firm answer on whether we will be bringing her back into work to try her again um, but uh, until sort of mid-March um, yeah but then by then hopefully we, we know and um, we could be back to the next string which would be very exciting but um, we certainly won't be trying again unless we're uh, you know, 100% happy with it Even Grishetti who of course expected to win the first and did so, the mother of Grishetti uh, being by Zakinto the mayor is Grace Hill, did you have much to do with her? Roger trained her, I don't know if you were involved in the stable then Grace Hill, that O'Reilly man? Yeah, Roger trained her um uh, I was I was just started with Roger when, when she was around, um, so I mean I wasn't in partnership with him, but um, yeah, no, he, he's um, Christian himself is. Um, well, I think Roger actually bought Grace Hill and then sold it back to uh, she's out of Irish Colleen, sold it back to Daniel Narclay who uh, who bred Irish Colleen and, and we've had some good horses for and and now he's bought Christian and um, look he's a great supporter of New Zealand racing. He breeds a lot of horses. He's um, he does a lot for racing. He's got a, the uh, New Zealand Equine Academies. He's got a few jockeys over and likes to Warren Kennedy and things. So um, I think he's a very popular horse um, to see Daniel having that success because he puts a lot in and uh, you love to see those sort of people having those results. And, yeah, we had a good chat to him last week. He's even got the restaurant uh, just outside of Auckland at Valare. Yeah, he's got plenty happening. It's not a bad restaurant either. <laughs> We're wanting to go there. We're going over for the Derby, so I might pop in there. 
yeah, you have to. Yeah, it'd be lovely to meet you in person as well, Robert. But thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Congratulations to yourself and Roger. Absolutely. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, she looks the real deal, doesn't she? Uh, again, there's that cross, um, that O'Reilly uh, cross, as was mentioned there. Let's pick up the closing stage of Grishetti's win in the first. Of course, he started, what price was he officially? $1.40. He wasn't the best away. He was a bit sluggish out of the gate, sat in behind the leader of Stephen Marsh's, which we mentioned, and that leader was Merchant Queen. December at the 250 Merchant Queen the leader Crescetti has her in his sights two lengths away then as they head down looking to run on this Egyptian Queen Crescetti made the lead at the 150 shooting for seventh he is in seventh heaven Crescetti brilliant fresh up second over Merchant Queen what a run from Egyptian Queen and yes uh Denny Walker and Tata and Warren Kennedy and as I mentioned the t- well at the time there was 1929 fairly soft and of course um, we had the Concord, the open sprinters there. They went one nine forty three. So Crescetti went quicker than those. But the two year old, uh, Velocious, as we touched on with Steve Marsh, went one nine one five. So a bit faster than Crescetti. Um, but Crescetti was first up, had the weight, and was pretty soft on the line there. Warren just easing the horse down went by just over a length late. So it was a wonderful day, and it broke all sorts of turnover records um, there in New Zealand as well on the weekend. Of course, Legato, she, I think she stepped out at about a dollar, oh, dollar fifteen or something like that, and she was beaten by Desert Lightning, who started fourteen dollars. This was the Ada Atiaroa Classic over a mile. A million dollars. Legato looked pitchforked in at the weights, but look, even though she ran second, there was so much merit to her performance. So look, take nothing away with Desert Lightning. That horse was coming off a Group 1 win prior. Very talented, but it seems to be the underdog all the time. Like, it did a lot of work there on the weekend as well. Uh, ended up sitting second to that tearaway, Wessex, who led by about six or seven, coming to the bend. So Desert Cal- um the winner did a damn good job, Desert Lightning, Trained by Peter and Dawn Williams. However, uh, Legato, uh, Ryan Elliott just uh, decided to, because she jumped the best and just decided to sit her in behind. He rode for luck near the inside, got the gaps, and she chased so valiantly uh, out after the winner there and ran the winner to probably a uh, length and a half, length and three quarters on line, big margin back to third. So, look, even though she was beaten, um, she'll start a pretty short price favourite, I would think, wherever she steps out next in a couple of weeks' time in New Zealand. Um, that is Legato. I'd love to know what she reeled off her last 400 and 200 metre sectionals in, Legato.